Welcome back to Enlighten Up for episode 72, Arenda, the Unemployed Higher Self and Spiritual Lineage with Lana Marconi and Michael Philpot. We are in Canada for this episode. Lisa has flown up here to join me and I am here with two of my friends, Lana and Michael, and they have some great information to share with us today. Brian, of course, is still in Colorado, but has called in to be part of the conversation. And I have to say, this conversation takes us everywhere. And please stick around to the end because you won't believe it, but Brian's dad makes a cameo appearance at the end of the podcast to talk to us about Palladians and 5D ascension that's right brian the skeptic's dad has a lot of insight to share with us and it's super cute so stick around for that but for most of the episode we're going to talk about arenda what is arenda Uh, lana has done five documentaries this is her fifth documentary and actually is screened in new york last weekend and she has great information to share with us about what Arenda actually means and the concept behind this whole movie. We're going to talk about multidimensional physicians, allowing the divine guidance and insight to come in when we're working on projects and how going with the flow and listening to our synchronicities can bring us really close to our soul missions. We're going to find out that Brian happens to be a closet dowser and actually thinks that his higher self is unemployed. <laughs> what does that mean? We're also going to talk about ascension symptoms and the surge of energy coming through and how our bodies are dealing with that. Is it through emotional release? We're gonna also talk about distilled water. And we're gonna also talk about family acceptance of our gifts and missions, which leads us into one of our final topics before Brian's dad joins us, and that is spiritual lineage. Where do our gifts come from? We're gonna talk about all of this in episode 72. So let's jump right in and find out what Lana and Michael had to share with us. Welcome back to Enlighten Up, everyone. I am here with Lisa and Brian, and we have a couple of extra guests coming on the show momentarily. And Lisa is actually here with me in Canada, in the flesh. Woohoo! Yay! And Brian's all by himself. Brian, how are you feeling over there? I'm great. (laughs) You and the rats. But I miss my wife. (laughs) Yeah, you do. It's only been 24 hours. I know. Aw. Well, um, everyone, before we jump into the show, I wanted to give you all a heads up because I know some of you are coming on our cruise in January. And um, I was speaking to Marina Jacoby a couple nights ago, and she received a channeled message from the Mayans. Now, if you're not aware, uh, I'm going to be taking with my friend Jeremy, who's also been on our show um many, many episodes ago, to the Tulum ruins. And we're doing a Mayan activation there. And she received a message that there is going to be some incredible activations happening. And they've told us where to go. Um, They've told us how to sit (laughs) and um, that they're going to be speaking through her. And there's going to be a major activation for everyone coming on the Um, on this actual uh, excursion and there's going to be DNA activations codes are going to be received by your body your consciousness and it's going to be really beautiful I'm actually really excited Lisa me wow that I know Brian you're just like over the moon aren't you wow it's like a dream come true for you so we don't have to call 1-900 activate your DNA or anything no 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 it's going to happen right there in the flesh (laughs) that's great so for anyone who's who's um, coming on the cruise, uh, I just wanted to give that little announcement to all of you. And if you guys are still interested in coming, uh, there are tickets available. And I believe 
as of late, the price is still really, really reasonable, like really close to what we um, started back in May when we uh, started selling the tickets. So if you guys are interested, head on over to wavesoflight.org and you can get more ticket information there. Or, you know, uh, send us an email, info at enlightenup.us and we'll be happy to um, give you any information that we can. So, so, so do we have to pay extra for the for the activation or the trip to the ruins in case some of the uh, the people that want to go? Not the activation there? part, but the excursion is an extra cost. Um, um, because it's part, it's an excursion, but we I've worked with a tour company and organized it, so it's a private excursion just for us. And they can find that information on the website as well. Yeah, it's all on the website. It's all on the website. Great. Activation Thanks for letting everyone know, Brian. You're so thorough, baby. Oh, hey, can I give a <laughs> shout out to my mom who I doubt listens, but maybe she does? It's her birthday today. Oh, happy birthday, Brian's mom. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, mom. Love you. <laughs> Okay, everyone, let's get into the show and why you're all here listening, uh, because we know that you just come for Brian. But uh, today, we actually have two wonderful guests joining us today. They are two of my Canadian friends. Uh, We have Lena Marconi of 5D TV and Michael Philpott, who's been on the show before, haven't you, Michael? Yes, I have. Yes, thank you for having me back. Oh, we're so happy to have you here. And Lena, welcome to the show. It's your first time. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah. So, um... Now you, guys are, hey, you got you got to say you guys are all in the same room. You're it's not just so in the same bizarre. Room. You're in the same room. I, I know. We are literally recording this podcast like I think most people do but it's in my bedroom. We're <laughs> 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 not in an actual recording studio. Not yet anyways. Yeah, which Michael said was a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> How often does a guy have three girls in a bedroom? <laughs> I've only thought about this. And I just want to say the mic is very phallic looking. <laughs> Michael, you don't have to blush. The show has wow. gone awry. I know. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason they call it Enlighten Up. Oh, God. Okay. So um, for all our audience members, Michael and I are good friends. We met back in 2005 or six. Wow. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. And Michael gave me um, a reading. Yeah, way back when. Yeah, Yeah. and actually, I have to say, a lot of the stuff he told me came true. Um, And so, Michael, every time I come up to Canada, Michael and I get together, and he had a dinner party uh, over the summer, and he had Lana over, and I got to meet Lana, who's doing some wonderful things. Lana, why don't you tell our audience kind of what you're up to? Like, what what is Five D TV? Well, 5DTV, spelled F-I-V-E-D dot TV, is a global subscription video on demand TV film podcast um, platform. So it features everything from star nations to human ascension to alternative medicine, those types of uh, content to help people navigate and create um, a higher dimensional reality of living. That's so awesome. I mean with what we're talking about like this is why we did we started this whole podcast is because there's so much information out there and yet a lot of people don't even know where to find it and you go through your awakening or you start to experience things that not everyone's experiencing and so you don't know who to turn to and so platforms like yours become very helpful to many people yes and so it's consciously curated um, content that's on it so it's like a it's like a living library and it's always growing 
Um, about 80% of the content on there is exclusive. We do produce it ourselves. I have producers in California and um, like the UK, Australia. So we're all producing original content for it. And we also source out. For example, we have this amazing podcast featured on 5D.TV. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a great platform for people. So we filter out, I guess, you know, the the nonsense that's out there and really try and bring in um, content that's based or rooted in integrity. And these are thought leaders and um, experts in their field. And that's the type of content that we're looking for. Oh, I love it. So have you always been into involved in this stuff or is this something new for you? Well, you know, growing up as a kid, I like the Twilight Zone. So I think that, <laughs> you know. That explains a lot. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, I know. Me too. So I think that, you know, I was I was born with, with that inside of me that I was always fascinated by what's what else is there? I, I came, I guess I came into this planet knowing that there was more, like what else is more? And so I've always been on that self-discovery journey to, to uh, realize that. What's more? What did else you, is there? Did you have like a moment that was like really profound for you in the journey that just kind of woke you up? Or was were you like a slow developer, like just kind of trickling in? Trickling in. I was, um, well, growing up, I probably always followed in my sister's footsteps she's my older sister and um i mean she did everything right so i'd go to the gym with her eat healthy so she set me on that path of like um really appreciating my health and wellness it's probably why i'm in the business of health and wellness um but when i was about 20 years old and i just started going to york university i went to york oh hey yeah so how old are you 41. 44. So okay. maybe we're there at the same t- Maybe yeah. Well, I was there maybe I started before you. But no, maybe but I was only path. there for the first two years, my first two years. Okay. Oh, how funny. Yeah. So I met people there that um, were into yoga. And that was at that time, it wasn't big mm-hmm. at all. And so um, I started going to the library there and reading more about yoga and learning about Parish Para you know, Yogananda and start reading that oh. material. I'm like, what is this? Like, why isn't this being taught, you know, like around the world? And um, so basically one day I just, I went home and I just started, you know, meditating. And I just, I sat in this lotus position, a position I never sat in before. And I just said, you know, like, God, I just use me as a, as an instrument. I just want to be of service. And I just had all this love in my heart for that. And before I knew it, I felt like this waterfall of energy coming in through which at the time I didn't understand was my crown chakra and just going throughout my whole body and it was I would say a minor kundalini awakening and as a result of that process all my clairs lit up like my clairvoyance my clairsentience it's like all my higher human perceptual abilities just like lit up and that um shifted me from 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 learning about because I was there to learn about behavioral psychology like mainstream psychology and I'm like hey, no. <laughs> we're not robots <laughs> clearly what's happening to me <laughs> there's energy flowing through me which I've never felt like to that degree before so I changed my focus to transpersonal psychology moved to California went to the school of uh, the Institute of Transpersonal Psychology uh, studied spiritual psychology and energy medicine, and um, then later acupuncture and Chinese medicine. So I really learned that from feeling energy in me and how energy and consciousness mix to um, uh, trigger our higher human perceptual system. Like, how do we um, manipulate that? How can we direct that to enhance our lives? 
Oh, wow. Wow. I didn't realize that you had gone through all of that, um, that education. That's really awesome. So you're an acupuncturist by day. By day, yes, I do traditional Chinese medicine, so I'm registered here in uh, in Ontario, and my practice is in Oakville. And uh, I guess by night, uh, or in my spare time, I am a very creative person, and so I do documentaries. That's so cool. Wow. Well, I started off doing I started off doing television. So Rogers TV at the time, so Rogers TV is a national uh, broadcaster here in Canada, and. Um, Rogers TV Mississauga at the time, like years ago, there would be community stations where you could actually go down to these stations and pitch a television show. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it because being a therapist in practice, I mean, you're only, you're helping one person at a time, which is amazing. But I want to, I came to a point in my own evolution where I wanted to help more people. And so the best way I could think of doing it at the time was media. So I'm like, I'm just going to go down to a television station. Here's my show. I'm pitching it. And it was like a life coaching show. It was like the first, one of the first life coaching shows they ever had. So it got accepted and the manager there at the station loved me. So he's like, Hey, you're going to host this show and that show. So I, I went on all these shows and started hosting them and I was writing them and producing them and I was in the control room. And so I learned everything pretty much about, I had a really good education on how to create a television show from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes. So after years of doing that, I decided, well, how do I take this? Cause at the time, um, it was broadcasted in Mississauga, which is like 800,000 homes. Now, whoever watched the shows out of 800,000 people, I have no idea. But I wanted to take it to another level and go global. So because I had that confidence in the skills from Rogers TV over the years, I'm like, I'm going to do documentaries now. So I just bet I'm going to do it. And I'm obviously going to learn how to do it on the way. <laughs> and that's what I did. And now I'm on my fifth. Well, I just finished my fifth uh, humanitarian documentary. And several of them have won awards and done well in the film festival circuit. And, yeah, uh, yeah, we, we got to talk about that. But, you know, one, I just love how our lives take us through certain pathways that really set us up for what can be like, I feel like the big picture of our life, but we don't even realize that it's happening in the moment that we're getting all these tools and all this experience along the way that, you know, whatever it is, maybe it's one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, it's all going to come together in the most beautiful way. And you're going to have everything that you need to create what it is that you're here to create. And I feel like with 5D TV and all the documentaries you're doing, so you have your latest documentary is out right now. What is it called? Okay, so it's called Orenda. O-R-E-N-D-A. Does anybody know what that means? No. So I Ryan, do you know what yeah. Orenda means? Because if anyone knew, no, I've been be- I've been wondering it, where uh, is is 5D.tv the only place to see your documentaries? Also on Vimeo Movies on Demand. Okay, cool. No, I have no idea what Orenda. Do you want to take a means. guess? Take a stab. He's probably no. Googling it right You're now. You're not allowed to Google. I'm, I'm, I'm not because I, I don't use, you know, I don't want to make clicking sounds while I'm you know, <laughs> recording a podcast. No, I, I don't know what horrenda, you know, the only thing that. Ask your it's, higher self. Near to horrendous is the only thing that you know, comes, to, comes to mind. I so don't think that's right. Something. Yeah. No. So what is horrenda? What does horrenda mean? So Orenda is an indigenous term. It's actually a Canadian Iroquois indigenous term for the power, the spiritual power, the mystical force within us to affect change or influence our lives. So the power within us to help create our lives. I love that. Okay, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Because I'm not Canadian, so loaded question for me. Did you know what it meant, Canadian? No, I did not. 
So no, Nicole, so the Canadian that asked me that asked me the I, question. I, I, did she I know? didn't know what it meant. None of the Canadians oh. knew. See, but I'm also not part of the Iroquois tribe. So, Brian, I embarked on a journey where I interviewed 27 people, some in Australia, some in the States, people all over, cool. and just asked them, like, do you know what arenda means? What does arenda mean? And so everybody tackled that word from their own um, perspective. And so was it just mostly spiritual people that you were asking? or No, I asked medical doctors, nurses that are in the film. Um, so definitely some indigenous uh, elders. Did anyone know what it meant? Um, the indigenous elders from Canada and the U.S. could relate to the word um, more readily than other people. Because as soon as I asked them, they're like, I have never heard of the word, don't know what it means. But then when I showed them the definition, it clicked in them what they could talk about. Hmm. That's so cool. So this idea of that, everything that we want to create is within our hands. Yes. And it's almost like also we're co-creating it with this power, with the spiritual power, which I guess at the end of the day, it's us too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we're all connected to it. Exactly. Yeah. We come from that. Yeah. And the Indians have known that forever. Forever. Yeah. And they bring in the fight, they bring in the elements and um, yeah. I mean, like one of the stories in it, how Arenda is used is um, there was this gentleman from, uh, Curve Lake. He's a, a shaman, an indigenous shaman from Curve Lake, Ontario. And the way he talked about Arenda was that um, there was this woman, this was his story. So, so in Arenda, there's different segments. So one is on spontaneous healing. One is on superhuman abilities, for example. One is on um, benevolent, advanced um, intelligences. And so his story was that he used the power of Arenda and spoke to the spirit of water to help this person who was in the hospital who had broken bones from an accident because we're made up of, you know, 80% water to help float her bones back together, which apparently they did. Wow. Wow. So there's stories. So there's radical stories like that of spontaneous healing to um, there's a medical doctor from Australia in the film who talks about, um, uh, she, ta- she 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 called or refers to herself as a multi-dimensional physician as opposed to a medical doctor so i guess 5d I like, like that so, yeah yeah me too. and and how she helps people um and, and when she helps people she she shapeshifts into different frequencies and sometimes people will see her being shapeshift to like a blue extraterrestrial to like an indigenous person, whatever energy or frequency she's calling upon her energy shifts to embody that frequency. Obviously like her physical body doesn't shift, but the energetic structure shifts and whoever's, if you have evolved your higher human perceptual ability, like clairvoyance, you would see that energy shift. Mm -hmm. Like you would see an aura around the person. That's the best way I can describe it. So these are people living, living people that I've interviewed who are actually obviously living in the fifth dimension and above <coughs> who have accessed um, definitely uh, earth, water, wind, and fire. Those elements play a huge role in us um, calling into our lives what we want. And um, these people just access also cosmic intelligences that are helping them to help other people. Oh, my gosh. That's deep. (laughs) 
it's it's an inter so I did I did Google it. I mean it's 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 interesting. There's depth there's there's more depth to it because you know other native peoples have different terms and I, it's uh, yeah it's 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 an interesting concept michael what are your thoughts on arenda wow that's uh i'm just pretty i'm i have this excuse me i'm a little spaced out here all this vibration here i'm kind of trying to make myself grounded. i can tell yeah i'm kind of getting into okay it. you guys are also drinking so which we are no, drinking no it's I, it's one of these spontaneous trance states I get into. It's like when you're around high vibrational people, it, uh, it tends to keep me into a trance state where I get more uh, more psychic stuff. So I'm just into mm. the moment, just listening to the truth behind it, right? So it's a fantastic thing, whether you describe it as orenda, you chi, ki, or anything, the spirit, um, source energy, it's it's all the same. It's just a, it's a different definition of what it is and what we can be. And it just gives us a whole new perspective on who we are, what we can do. Um, we're more than our physical bodies. Um, you know, it goes back to our celestial origins, who we are as, as beings, as uh, source light. Um, I mean, it's just, it's fascinating. I mean, this is just a new growing trend, like platforms like this um, is really, you know, developing in, in growing this type of consciousness, which is really needed to kind of awaken us who we are and uh, tend to make sure that uh, we're not, remembering us because we were still stuck in this animal bottle and anim, animal body at the same time trying to move forward and uh these spiritual beings are kind of stuck in this and then we're trying hard to navigate what's going on so it's fantastic i think it's uh it's an interesting concept the fam the film was fantastic i was there at the screening here a local screening it was uh it's amazing i think we need more of this out there and uh yeah that's my that's my two cents lisa and i are going to watch it this weekend absolutely yeah Awesome. On, and on I know IDTV. what you mean about the high vibration. I feel it. Like earlier before we recorded, I felt like I was having to harness it all in my hand, like just hold it down so that we all didn't fly away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brian, before uh, we started recording, uh, we were joking how the house is lifting off and we're going to start floating over the town. And I, like Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. Well, <laughs> we are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Actually, one of the cool stories, another cool story, as I'm sitting here, that's in the film. There's these two scientists I have in the film, and they're from um, the USA, and they're they're from the uh, Academy of Future Sciences. They both have PhDs, and they teach at universities, and they've done research, I think, with Stanford University. Anyway, so one of the studies that they were talking about in terms of our superhuman abilities is how they had one person, I think it was at Stanford, while well, they were... Um, or the husband was in Egypt. And so the person at, um, at Stanford or in the United States was trained and it's through like heart coherence. Um, so trained her, her so mind, heart, like heart math. Yeah. So trained her mind and heart to be in sync and was able to use remote viewing to pinpoint his longitude and latitude of where exactly he was. So, and they were also saying how remote viewing is not just studied by um, the military in the United States, but also by, the Russian military as well. So just the ability to see at a, at a far distance is within us. Like everything is transparent. Like we have that ability to be and see everything that's transparent in front mm -hmm. of us. And science is actually catching up with that. Yeah. So I guess it's so like what, the quantum model, the idea of non-locality. Yeah. Yeah. It's a non, you know, yeah, non, non -local yeah, entanglement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Were you say, so, Brian? so what came first for, for you with the, the idea for the documentary? Was it, 
you know, did you already know what Arenda was and you wanted to do a documentary about that? Or did you want to do a documentary about indigenous peoples and they introduced the idea to you? Great question. The word just came to me and I had no idea what it was. And so I Googled it and then I saw the definition and then everything from there just just happened. The people lined up and, and I started filming people for it. Because I was asking, what's the next film about? What's the next film? Like, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> she was is that praying for an answer. A lot of your oh, ideas? Yeah. Pardon? Is that how you get most of your ideas? Well, yeah. I mean, well, the first, okay, so the first film was called The Wellness Story because the TV show I had in Rogers uh, was Health Matters. So I had accrued, you know, a lot of people in the health field. So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to take these people and make a documentary with them. So that was kind of like an easy transition from television to documentary because I already had the networking and the connections. But what was interesting about my first documentary, The Wellness Story, so it, it talked about how you can be healthy physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, etc. At the end of the film, the spiritual section, I had filmed this lady. She's a psychologist or psychiatrist in California. And her story was very fascinating to me in that she had um, a near-death experience. And in that near-death experience, these intelligent beings integrated with her and gave her this download of, um, of scientific information. And from that, she created a medical healing device that she now sells all over the world. And so that fascinated me because I wanted to study more about, okay, well, who are these advanced beings? And so as I launched that film, The Wellness Story here in Niagara Falls, and the mayor came and everybody, um, like two weeks later, there was the Alien Cosmic Expo in Brantford. I know you don't know where Brantford is, but it was like here in our town. I was like, okay, I've never been there, but I'm going to go. And people who are on uh, Ancient Aliens were there, um, some of the big speakers. And so I just grabbed everything, rented uh, a meeting room set up my green screen and and everyone came and I started interviewing them about like aliens and extraterrestrials right and and uh, Stan Friedman like who's well, on yeah, it's just like so carpe diem you know yeah. like, just totally <laughs> seizing the moment and just I putting went. yourself right in like the spiritual opportunities way and saying I am grabbing this I've grabbed it and then another person I met there was Honorable Paul Hellyer who was a foreign minister of national defense for Canada back in the 60s I believe he was um, the acting or almost acting prime minister of Canada. And um, he was there because he was the first member of cabinet of a G8 country that came out and said uh, ETs and extraterrestrials are real. That day I didn't interview him, but he invited me to his house. So I went to his house in Toronto and interviewed him. And I mean, the stories were fascinating. So I launched that film called The Resonance. And after that film, I was like, okay, well, clearly what what what's arising now is that we need to be like a new human in order to to ascend to our 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 cosmic heritage to our galactic self so so what is this new human because everyone's talking about all these connections to ets and extraterrestrials i have the top ranking military mayor of canada saying it's true um so the next film became the new human <laughs> new earth right <laughs> so i interviewed people are you a new human i would literally ask people are you a new human what is a new human and what came out of that film was um, people really need to get a grip on their emotions because their emotions play a huge role in in um, um, like activating um, the ascension of their consciousness. So the film after that became Feel. So I looked at feelings and emotions and how people can develop um, their feelings and emotions and not be stuck in those lower human emotions. And then after that, it was like, hey, what's the next film? And then the word Arenda came and then everything just lined up.
so that's how my uh, documentary experience has been. It's just, I've just been on this roller coaster ride, just asking the questions and people just showing up. And I mean, I'm like flying to Australia, they're screening my films. I'm going to New York, they're screening my films. I mean, it's just been a crazy ride. Yeah, you're like <laughs> literally leaving tomorrow yeah. for New York. Yeah, yeah. So at the- I, I love how your, your each documentary has fed the next, you know, yes. the next one. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, that's totally going with the flow. Yeah, totally. You're yeah. just allow, you're allowing spirit to completely guide you. Yeah, I feel like like when the when the when the documentary comes, it's like I get the download of the blueprint. It's like okay, I know what I need to do, and then everything fills in. You know, so when people say, "Well, where's the script?" I'm like, "No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work like that. Trust me, it's very organic." But I know what I'm doing, okay? Because it's working. So yes, this weekend I'm going to the New Life Expo in um, in New York. They're going to screen my film. It's actually the closing act of the of the expo. And uh, one of my co-producers there, Alan Steinfeld, thank you very much for all his help in this film and, and also with the Feel film. Um, is and Mitchell Rabin and Doctors JJ Hurtak and Desiree. They're all putting it on. So it's going to be a, we're going to have a Q and A panel too at the end. So it's going to be a great event. I'm excited to go. That's so good. I'm so proud yeah. of you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, it's You're just great work. Just letting go and letting it happen, mm-hmm. you know, and everything just falls into place. I think somehow. we're going to have to binge watch documentaries tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, see, Lisa and I are going to be right over there in that bed. <laughs> Michael, you want to join us? <laughs> Brian, you give your okay? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'll, I'll catch it later. <laughs> we can Skype you in. I would assume Lisa will bring them home, which ones to watch, and we will watch them together. We've watched a number of of uh, mind opening documentaries together, yeah. so I would assume watching them is is in my future. So I look forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. Fantastic. How, how did um you two meet, Michael and Lana? Michael, well, Lana, do you want to talk about that or? My no, chance. she wants you to talk about oh. it because Lana's been doing all the talking. Well, it's just, you know, it's it's synchronicity, you know, it's life puts people in your path. And um, it was interesting because, you know, I'm very much a holistic health uh, uh, believer and, uh, you know, always taking responsibility for my own health and wellness and uh, spiritual happiness and very much a believer in, you know, the release of energies from the body, um, being a Reiki practitioner myself. Um, so I was actually looking for uh, a way to do some acupuncture on a very um, cost-effective way. And uh, there happened to be a Chinese medicine school that was in uh, not too far from my where I lived. And the treatments were very affordable. And I thought, yeah, okay, I get a student to do that. And uh, lo and behold, one of the instructors was Dr. Lana Marconi. Ooh. So uh, I was there for treatments and we just started kind of chatting. And, you know, her being instructors, you know, she had to be her instructor mind and for somehow, I don't know if you asked me what I was doing. We talked about television or something along that line. and Because uh, you're in television too. Yeah. So my day job is a brand ambassador uh, and chef. And I travel around the world uh, selling products to people. And um, it was interesting enough. We just started talking about television. And a lot of the work I do is in the um, shopping channel networks. So like QVC for all my American friends. So QVC, but the uh, company up here is called the the Shopping Channel, and we just started talking and uh, found out she worked for Rogers, and I worked for Rogers, and her sister owns an amazing company, which maybe she can plug her sister's company. Oh, New World Botanicals. 
Yeah, so they were looking to maybe do some on-air um, selling at the Shopping Channel, and uh, that's it. I think that's – and then – And we've been friends ever since. Yes. What was your first impression of Michael? <laughs> Please don't ask that. <laughs> is there a story the, here? Did I just – No, like... it's just like, it's like, well, isn't there doctor-client <laughs> privilege here? <laughs> Yeah. What issues did you go to her with? She well, said, you had really nice abs or something. No, there was no abs there. I have an ab. I used to have abs. You got one one round ab now? One round. Well, that's right. <laughs> that's what happens when you went from exercise to chef. You kind of lose your physique. Well, actually, we didn't talk that much because the students yeah. were assessing him. And then the students would come to me and say, is this okay? Is this okay? Is that? And I'd be like, go back and ask Michael this question. <laughs> go back and ask that question. <laughs> so, but that's how it was a slow process of us getting to know each other over several visits that um, he came to the school for. I love that. Yeah, it was very, it was very, because she was very intuitive. So we were talked about that. So, you know, it's very clinical. The students learned one students learn one way. So I could just already tell with Lana asking me certain questions, um, giving my background and my own um, personal journey and uh, in therapy and stuff like that. I knew that she knew things a little bit differently than what they were naturally teaching at school. Mm -hmm. So it was really good that, you know, we're dealing with, we talked about, you know, emotions and things like that for myself. I'm an empath, you know, I feel, so I store a lot of stuff in my body emotionally. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of the releases, which is really something that I was looking forward to is release some of those emotions, those trapped emotions, those feelings from the past, get them out of the body. Cause I knew that was blocking me from my higher conscious, my health, my joy. So she picked up on it right away and she started, okay, start doing this. And uh, it's amazing release. I mean, I'm a huge fan of acupuncture. I think it's fantastic. Um, if you're in Canada and you need somebody who's an amazing practitioner, I'm going to blow a little smoke up your ass there, Lana, but she's <laughs> awesome. Very intuitive too as well, which is fantastic because, you know, it gets beyond just a mere physical aspect. I mean, Chinese medicine is very integrative in itself, but uh, for myself, yeah, it was uh, it's a great, great experience. So I, which reminds me, I need to I think I need to book another appointment with you. <laughs> I think Maybe I need to book an appointment with you. Yeah. Didn't you say you brought your needles today? <laughs> Or you could just use a knife. I think that's what you said. Yeah. You know what? So for our audience, uh, Lana's actually going to be uh, recording Michael, Lisa, and I just doing a little uh, spiritual round table later. And that's going to be put up onto 5D TV eventually. Yeah. Yes. What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. I we need know. a cartoon, you know. Yeah, we need, a, we need a cartoon need cut out for Brian. We need Brian. Can, can, we, can we put him on the computer? We need to do something. So Brian's <laughs> Skype, him, Skype him in. Yeah. <laughs> We can I Skype do them not in. need to be. Yeah, no, we don't worry. It's his mommy's birthday. I, yeah. I don't have anything to offer from a spiritual or psychic. Whatever. Point. You're totally like, you're becoming like best friends with your higher self these days. You know, okay. So that's interesting. So I use this opportunity of Lisa being gone to not be laughed at or ridiculed. And I wanted. <laughs> And I, well, I wanted to do an experiment because I saw her pendulum. So I'm like, I'm going to do a pendulum experiment because I just don't believe this, you know, at all. So I put the pendulum on a place and I hung it. So it's just perfectly still. <laughs> There's no outside influence whatsoever. And it doesn't move. Well, you and have I was, to and I was connect thinking, your own energy. Well, hang on a second. We just talked about everything's being connected. So I, that was my big aha. And I knew and I knew you'd say that because I was thinking about it. Well, I, I look and I'm like, well, my energy is connected. My energy is here and I'm putting my hand around it and it doesn't 
and it doesn't respond. And it made me start thinking about, I was imagining this morning, my higher self fat sitting on a couch eating potatoes because he, like your higher self is like really engaged and, and is like, has all this work to do. But then there's people like me and my parents who have no connection with their higher self. And it's like, what's my higher self doing? Just sitting there around watching TV and, you know, not doing anything because he doesn't have a job. You know, I'm just so happy that your what? higher self is unemployed. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like my lower self. That's Lana's new documentary title. Yes. <laughs> unemployed higher selves. <laughs> Brian, I'm coming to interview you. <laughs> no, but seriously, okay, you've got to come to Colorado. I'd love to. Let's do like some filming. I have lots yeah. of ideas. I'm just so happy that when I'm not home, you're doing spiritual experiments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's wow. glad that's all he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Where else has that pendulum been? <laughs> it's still, I'm looking at it. It's still sitting there and it's not moving. All right. Try holding it between your your finger and no, your thumb. No, 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 but no. But hang on. My, my whole point was I totally believe you cannot hold your hand perfectly still. And and I think subconsciously. Brian, did you ask it a question? moving your hand and causing the, the pendulum to move. Did you so ask it a I question though? take out all outside. If I put it in my hand, I'm going to affect its movement. Okay, but because look, at it. Okay, look at the pendulum right now. Let's go live. Let's do this. Ask the pendulum a question that you know the answer to that is a yes or a no. I did, and it won't move. I, I did this lots of times yesterday. I was trying to come up with higher self-guided lottery numbers. Oh, that's not so, a way to use your pendulum. You're not allowed to well, use Well, I it. was trying to, 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 and you know, I would ask it, is my name Brian or am I a girl? Trying to get it to know which way is yes and which way is no. And, like, and, then, and it, just, it just sits there. And, and I realize that if I hold it, it will move. But I am absolutely convinced that the movement is because of my body and I can't hold my hand still. And there's lots of outside influence on a pendulum that you don't have when it's completely, you know, hanging from an inanimate object. Brian, I have an amazing person on 5D TV who talks all about dowsing with a pendulum. And we'll okay. teach you how to properly douse with the pendulum. That's one of the okay. great shows that are on there. I'll, I'll add it to the watch my watch list. <laughs> While my wife is gone, things to do. Uh, I just want to know if Johnny and June were looking at you strangely <laughs> while you tried to uh, use this pendulum in the midair. <laughs> no, they, they don't care. They didn't come try to play with it? No, and I'm surprised by that. It does look like a cat toy hanging there. So and funny. no. I wish we had no video problem. right I now. Know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. I'm curious. I should put clothes on then. <laughs> so, Michael, Lana, whichever of you want to uh, jump in here. What have you been experiencing since the, uh, the three eclipses of the summer? The solar and lunar eclipses um, and the Lion's Gate in August. Have you guys been feeling any sort of different energies? Have you been experiencing any ups and downs? I think what she's hinting at is she wants to know if your year has been as wild as ours. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling fucked up <laughs> like we are? <laughs> Go ahead. We'll be here all day. <laughs> Michael, that's a yes. That's a Michael. yes for me. Yes. Yeah. 
absolutely. There's a lot of energies coming into the planet and um, yeah, I feel myself absorbing them and, and integrating with them. And I think uh, just being in the health field, it's really important for us to be healthy at this time and to develop a strong nervous system so that we can um, integrate and ground these higher energies that are coming in. Before we jump into Michael, you said the nervous system. Explain to people why you want to have a healthy nervous system at this time. Sure. Because if you don't have a healthy nervous system, um, you're, I mean, you can be susceptible to illness, to um, mental health issues. So anything from physical issues to mental health issues, the stronger your nervous system is, the more you can, like I said, um, be free of, well, I guess the term in chiropractic is subluxations and um, just have a stronger um, like grounding rod for all this energy coming in that's going to um, activate your higher human perceptual system. Because, um, I mean, there's many books that have been written about, um, are, you, are you either on the verge of enlightenment or psychosis with people who have, let's say, kundalini awakenings? And it's because one of the reasons that they walk, these people walk that fine path is because one, their consciousness is not developed enough to hold those higher energies, nor is their body. So that's why it's really important to, to eat healthy, um, to purify the mind so that as more, as more of these higher energies come in, you can actually integrate those energies in your consciousness and in your physical body, because we are in the 3D world still. So that's why it's really important to ground ourselves. Well, I just got a vision when you were talking about that. And I had a vision of like the neural synapses um, firing properly. So like that's, you know, like having a healthy nervous system allows the synapses to fire properly so yes. that our body's responding to all of the energy coming in appropriately. Absolutely. I mean, it controls like your brain chemicals, like norepinephrine fine and, and dopamine and serotonin, right? So those chemicals all have to be balanced. And what balances them is, well, if you're healthy, you're going to have a balanced chemical system. So this is why Lisa and I take the HGH. This is one of the reasons that like, we've noticed our, our hormones with the HGH supplement. Yes. It's, it, that is like the, probably the number one thing that I've noticed from taking it. It's a natural homeopathic HGH supplement. So sublingual spray. And not only does it really um, uh, with balance out uh, like our f feminine menstrual um, cycles. cycles, but I think also just sleep, I notice a difference and also um, just moods, like which is all, all hormones. I found CBD helps me as well. Just balance everything out. Yeah, it's now legal in Canada. That's great. October 17th. So, Michael, tell us about your issues. Oh, my God. <laughs> tell us about your 3D slash 5D issues. Well, it's just, uh, you know, it's interesting enough how Lana talked about uh, the immune, uh, the nervous system, stuff like that. So, basically, I've had a compromised uh, immune system and nervous system. So, I suffered from this uh, disorder called uh, GBS, which is Guillain-Barre syndrome. And it's a neuromuscular disorder similar to MS, which basically attacks its own uh, myelin sheath on the nerves. I didn't know you had that. Yeah. You know, that twice. Really, oh. it was really bad. So it was interesting how you talked about the struggles with, you know, having a strong uh, nervous system. So mm -hmm. I've been working on that for, for years. And chiropractic is, is, you know, something that I, you know, I live by my chiropractor just to help out and facilitate that. So it's been a struggle, like trying to have the higher consciousness and it's like this uh basically it's it's like a battle between my body 
and my higher consciousness trying to move through it. So the body is struggling with it, but the concepts of that, so I can't integrate the two together. So there's like this internal war that's happening with my physical body. So lots of injuries, lots of problems, physical health, which is affecting the the mental side too as well. So talk about chemical imbalances, things like that. So it's been a real big struggle this past year. I mean, of course, I'm doing my own self-care to make sure that, uh, you know, I'm on the right playing field and making sure that I take care of it. But yeah, it's it's been a struggle this past uh, this past year, um, just trying to integrate the two. It's like this, mm-hmm. like I said, this constant battle between the body and mind and, and spirit because the spirit's elevating, the mental and consciousness is elevating, but the body is still really fighting me. So it's like it's keeping me down. So that's that's what's been going on. Yeah, I find that really interesting because if our guests have listened to some previous episodes, I've laid it all out there about my, um, what do we call it? Awakening schizophrenia. schizophrenia. I like psych, I like a psychosis better. It's just, that's, but I've been healthy my entire life. No injuries, no ailments. I've always taken really um, good care of myself and eaten well and exercised. But I feel like this past year, basically since I've been blessed with light language and as I've been vibrating higher, I have never experienced so much physical discomfort in my entire life. Like this past two years, I've had this back pain. I'm just, I feel like I'm always tired. I'm always aching. You're preaching to the choir. And it's just, you know, I guess I had this, I imagine that as you become more spiritually enlightened, things just get nicer lighter. and and lighter and there's rainbows and butterflies and unicorns and that's just not true. (laughs) And I just don't, I, my only explanation is that my body can't keep up with it. And it's really frustrating. Like I've never had to experience this in my life and it's a real pain. But I also think it's a testament to um, how much the body carries. Oh my God. Just so true. Yeah. You know, because we don't realize how much we suppress through our emotions, our energy, our thoughts into our actual tissue into our body well you being a body worker you all know all about that yeah and it's just it's amazing what's getting released you know like there's things like i i'm getting sick more than i've ever been sick but i'm certainly not doing anything different than what i used to. in fact i feel like i'm actually taking better care of I myself i am taking better care of myself but, so the only explanation that makes sense to me is that the energies are causing that that our our frequency is going is rising quite quickly that our physical body is not able to catch catch up or to catch up. It has to purge in such a way that it comes out in these weird illnesses or like aches and pains, aches and pains, flus, weird colds. Like I had sinus congestion and what I thought was a cold for three weeks, but it was never a full blown blown cold. And I was just like, wow, like what, what is this? And um, you know, to me, it was just like, okay, something's going on with the third eye, you know, like to me, like sinuses, eyes, nose, like that's all third eye activation. And the, so to all our listeners last night, Lisa and I slept in the same bed because that's what we do when we're together. <laughs> but I wore clothes. Yeah. Lisa wasn't sleeping. As again. a surprise to Brian, he said, you're going to wear clothes to bed. <laughs> I was like, I don't need to be hit in the face by a breast. <laughs> she did say that. Careful, yeah. careful Michael. <laughs> don't worry. Been there, done that. <laughs> right. Not with me. <laughs> 
No, but so um, Lisa, we went to sleep and I, I swear I never experienced this before. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. <laughs> wow, that was loaded. <laughs> I... Ooh. I know I'm getting really hot. I must be red in the, like look, I'm so red in the face right now. No, it's nothing like that. But I was in like a weird space where I was half asleep and half awake because I knew every time she was getting up, I was aware of her before she was even getting up, like like getting up to whatever use the bathroom or whatever. And I was getting all these messages coming in last night. I felt like I was being downloaded cons- constantly with codes and I was being shown all these different, it was like I was being shown the periodic table and then like answers and information behind each element. And it was all coming in. I'm like, wow. And the whole time I'm like, I got to tell Lisa about this all in the morning. And, you know, and she just, and I didn't want to like get out of it. So I didn't want to wake up, so to speak, and talk to her about it, even though I could see her going out of the room and coming back into bed, like three or four different times you did. And I was awake the whole time. I must've, I don't think I slept fully at all last night. And then, of course, like when it's time for us to get up, I'm like, so I don't know what I learned. <laughs> it's all gone. But it was crazy. Like I felt like I was downloaded with all this incredible information last night that had some huge periodic table. <laughs> and so, I don't know. So, Lana, you know, uh, with your practice, what are you seeing with your patients now? I know most of them are still probably a little bit in 3D and some people who are gravitated to you will probably be a little bit more conscious aware. But what are you seeing in your practice with your patients and stuff like that, as far as, you know, bizarre element, uh, ailments and things like that? Well, okay. Like today at work, um, uh, you know, I have a, a cancer patient today. I had breast cancer. So helping her through chemotherapy, I had another patient with rheumatoid arthritis. So helping her cause her hands are swelling. Um, another patient with, um, low back pain, um, you just see more and more of definitely a lot of, uh, neck, back, knee pains for sure. Um, cancer symptoms, um, <clears throat> to the top diseases like diabetes, arthritis. Inflammation. Yeah. But is that any different than what's been going on for years? Um, I think one of the things that's different in Chinese medicine, I think that most people don't know is, um, they look for acupuncture for pain relief physical pain relief, um, but also within our scope of practice is the emotional release. So we help people with anxiety and depression because we look at it from an energetic perspective. And so going back to Nicole, when she was talking about basically the issues are in your tissues and the more light that's coming into your body, every all the elements are coming up, right? Because we're here to make the unconscious conscious. Mm-hmm. That's why all the stuff is coming up from a psychological perspective. So that's my psychology isn't it, background. Isn't it, isn't it ironic that you and you know you guys talk a lot? You know you're talking about moving into the to the five D and awakening, but but your practice is firmly rooted in the three D. It absolutely yeah. comes down to touch and that needle and you know where it's going in the what pressure point it's it's interacting with in the three D body. Yeah, for sure. And, and um, the, the history of, of Chinese medicine, when you look at um, uh, the Taoist canons, which is the history of Chinese medicine, the Qigong masters, when they did acupuncture, it wasn't with a needle, it was through thought. And so they would think the needle was there. 
And that's oh. probably because we were more light beings at that time, oh. thousands of years ago. And then the needle. I've developed. had acupuncture in China. Nice. Yeah. And, and so I was just going to go back to, to Michael talking about emotions. And so I do see more and more people coming to acupuncture for emotional release, which is really, really, really great. So on the back of the body, for example, there's what we call the back shoe points that are actually emotional points for like fear and anger and grief um, and worry and overthinking. And so when we put needles in there, um, longer needles, you'll see right away if that person's in a, in, in a lot of emotional pain um, there'll be a lot of redness like almost like a rash around the needle and after maybe 20 minutes that redness is gone because the end of the energetic release and they they're more emotionally regulated so we look at emotions more as energy as opposed to if you go to a psychologist because my background is psychology so i understand psychology is not we don't do talk therapy it's just a different way of addressing um emotions well and also to address like brian's comment you we are, like you say, the whole saying, the body, mind, and soul. So one third of us is our body here. And then, so we have to, they talk about, when you talk about ascension, people have to remember that you can't ascend if you're not taking care of your actual body. So you take care of the body, you take care of the mental aspect, and you take care of the spiritual aspect as well. And that's how you are integrate. Yeah, you integrate all three for the um, ascension. And you can't, go through ascension if you're going to ignore one of the three or more. So it's not just about sitting in your room, meditating and, and, and all that you have to integrate proper health with your, your body because it is your vehicle here on this planet. It's your temple. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I switched over to being vegetarian, um, you know, to just assist my body. And for me, and again, I, it's only because it felt right for me. I'm not saying everyone has to do that by any means. I don't think that's necessarily the case. But for me, it's what I needed to do. And my body responded really well to it. Um, and distilled water. Distilled water. Now all I drink is distilled water and certain supplements. Do you, notice a, do you notice a change in your body? I didn't. I haven't noticed a change with the distilled water other than that my skin is less dry because Brian and I drink a gallon of yeah, distilled water every day. Yeah, I drink a gallon day. a day. But I, I've noticed that I'm actually purging more. I'm purging more um, in a sense that I'm real. And, and I, I, you know, it could be it could be not related to the water at all. But since drinking the distilled water is when I've gone through more weird ailments that I'm not used to feeling, whether it's just like, a silly cold that doesn't go full blown for three weeks or, um, you know, like there's just, there's a lot of some things I just think are TMI for the show. So I'm not <laughs> going to talk about them, but like, there's a lot of things that are happening that I'm like, wow, like what is going on with my body? And it started back in March when we started drinking the distilled water in March. Yeah. So, um, but you know, like actually, and, and one of my friends, he asked me the other day, he's like, so Nicole, I've been drinking distilled water for two years. And he goes, the only no thing I've noticed, though, is that I need more dental work. Do you think it's because the distilled water is pulling minerals out of my body? And I said, no. I said, that's a that's a that's false propaganda. Yeah. They know that they yes, sure. The water's empty and it's a negative charge and it will pull out your inorganic minerals, like the stuff that's chemicals and things that your body doesn't want in there. But it won't pull out the stuff that's necessary. It won't pull out the calcium that you need in your bones or like anything like that. Um, that's just what's fed to us as lies, but that's not how like distilled water actually works. So um, I, I just, 
I don't know, like uh, to me, it's just been like a very slow detox with the distilled water, but also at the same time, putting in like this high charge vibration, right? Cause it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I, I feel like I'm healthier now and I'm more careful of both Brian and I have everything that we eat and, you know, just like no processed foods, basically like a paleo mm-hmm. diet, gluten-free, dairy-free, distilled water. And I still have more aches and pains than I've ever had in my life. And I, so, you know, and I'm tired yeah. and I sleep a lot sometimes and I, it's just, it's crazy. There's so much like with I the can't energy. imagine how I would feel if I wasn't doing all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sometimes ignorance is bliss. <laughs> That's what Brian says, right? Yeah. My God, yeah. He's happy. Yeah, you know, but it's interesting, you know, we talked about the energy. It's like with the body, it's 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 like electronics in some ways. Like, I mean, there's this current and it's like taking your stove, which is a 220 volt, and then plugging in your computer into it. It's just, I can't handle the voltage. And it's just basically like our bodies. We just can't handle the voltage, the energy coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's basically frying it. So it goes back to Atlanta with the whole idea of the nervous system, but still. Yeah, it's just your bodies are kind of short circuiting. So it is more important now to to work on health. And I know I'm I've been struggling with that because, you know, as as you feel like more shit, you start doing stuff. So then you're just like, meh, oh, maybe have some sugar, get that serotonin levels up. <laughs> eh, maybe I'll have a glass of wine. Yeah. And then as I realize now, like, you know, it's interesting enough, um, like sugar, alcohol, caffeine, is I finding it more affecting me now more? Uh, you know, I, sure, I'm getting a little bit older and um, I can't tolerate as much, but still, I just find like this, these certain foods and things just, yeah, they just don't sit well most of the time now. Okay. So what are your thoughts on um, being able to affect the frequency of your food and drink with your own frequency? Well, yeah, that's a, that's a great segue. I think it's, it's an invaluable thing uh, because anything with thought, it's vibration. Um, we affect our food and everything. Uh, especially, you know, being a Reiki practitioner, everything we touch and we send energy, positive energy to as well. So you can absolutely 100% change the vibration of it. I've had times where it's interesting enough, you can tell the vibration of food that's been handled by somebody who is sick or, or unwell. Like I've many times I've picked up processed food or even like meat in general. Meat is very good because they talk about vibration, how it holds the vibration of the animal um, very, very strongly. So that's Hence, a lot of people don't eat the, the meat itself, but you can tell, you know, who's handled the meat, the emotional vibration, not even from the animal's perspective and their own stress, but from the person who handles the, because mm-hmm. it's all vibrations, all intertangled. So mm-hmm. it is effective and you can definitely change it too. You know, having people around by, I always equate to this, make kind of basic, I won't get too philosophical. It's like, Remember those great meals that your grandmother makes for you? And you always go like, or your grandparent or your mother or somebody, you know, caregiver who's always put lots of love into their food. It's like, why does grandmother's meals taste so good? comes down to love. It's mm-hmm. that secret vibration. It's not the ingredients that she puts in. It's Sometimes it's less, but it's basically the vibration she puts out. Well, Lisa and I were just talking about that today. because we were talking about how like one of the ways that I like to love people is to cook for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I guess you don't love me. <laughs> what? You eat <laughs> my food. I've cooked for you. That is such a lie. Really? When was the last meal that you cooked? <laughs> you were here with my parents and I was cooked us all a meal. Oh, I thought that was your mom that did that. Was I wrong? You were wrong. You know, maybe it was that. You're getting the stare down. You were definitely Burn. wrong. I, I want you to look at me and know that there is someone here say, who knows you're you lying. There are actually two people here who know you're lying. Me and the creator. 
<laughs> and I've actually cooked at your place. And wow. <laughs> so the energy is affecting Michael's memory. Michael has Alzheimer's. <laughs> we were talking about that but we were, today. Yeah, though. like... Just- how I, See, I, that's what happens when you're psychic. That is an effect. Your memory does go. Yeah. I'm blaming the psychic stuff. Yeah, the sure. psychic should have known who cooked Actually, you know, yes. I, I, I know. She totally does. She has cooked for me several times. She's actually a really amazing cook. Actually, actually, one of the really first times good. that we met was our old condo. She made this amazing steak. Right. Yeah, you made this great steak. And she stuff. wants steak. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you should have been a chef. No. She's pretty good. Yeah, she's good. She's really she has some bad skills. But this is a whole like I love to like one of the ways that I love to show people I love them is through cooking. Like I love to feed people, and we were just talking about that today. And you know, there's and and just that your vibration does get put forth through whatever activities you do. And we were Lisa and I were set a crystal shop. I took her to my crystal shop where I'm here in Canada, and she just starts picking up every crystal in the shop, and I'm like, Lisa. No, you got me after the first one. Yeah. I picked up one crystal and she said, no, you were, you were, you had picked up a couple and I saw you about to go for the third or fourth one. I'm like, Lisa, <laughs> stop picking up every but crystal when, unless you know you want to buy it. But when you were speaking about the meat and how it holds the vibration, but that's true for anything. Like that's true, even yeah. if it's a gallon of distilled water that you buy at the store, yeah, we, we were, were listening to so, a lady that we like to listen to on YouTube. And she said she picked up a bottle of distilled water and she could see that truck that it came in on and the license, the license plate, plate of the, of the truck, truck and, and it's and a the form people. of psychometry it's the same thing when you're reading objects it's all vibration energy yeah. that's attached to it yeah so it could be an avocado and maybe mm-hmm. you're feeling what the person who was picking the avocado was yeah, going it, through it's, or it's so important like i mean you why know, you want to grow your own food another reason why you'd like to grow your own food is less um what's it called interference yeah less interference so i think we're still you know, at the end of the day, we're all in control of our own energy, mm-hmm, though. And mm-hmm. I think that when sometimes when we talk about things like this, I feel like we're giving away our power. No, totally. Or we're implying that our power can be given away to these things. Whether you eat meat or you don't eat meat shouldn't really change whether you are vibrating at a certain level or not. Like, you don't have to give up anything, really, to be at a high vibration. No. It's all a matter in how you, what you believe. Like if you believe that meat is going to lower your vibration or caffeine is going to, then it will. But also like, let's just put it this way too. It's just also about being spiritually hygienic. Okay. Like responsibly hygienic with your spirituality. So, you know, if you've gone and. That's a kind of great term. I've never heard that term. <laughs> if you've gone and like, you're, you're, say you're at like some petting zoo. Okay. And you pet the llama, you pet the goat, you pet the pig, you're not going to go and then eat your burger without washing your hands first, right? So when you go into like, say like the crystal shop, it's like, you got to know that you're picking up on all these other energies and you don't know what they are exactly. And so, yes, I, I do believe that you can actually cleanse that and clear that, but are we always aware of it? You have to be absolutely in your full power awareness to know it. Your consciousness has to be completely on point and to know with your intention that you can clear it and, and raise the frequency of it through your own And energy. have intention. You definitely yeah, you have, have to, to have be aware intention. You can't just conscious. be sleepily going around and like touching everything and thinking, oh, well, because I'm not giving it my power. Like there's like balance of that. I don't, Lana's like, I'm listening. <laughs> Brian, you know, Brian's I, listening. To I like it. doing this podcast in person. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, we wish yeah. you were here in the same room with us, Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're probably going to take a road trip to uh, Colorado. That'd be good. Fun. I think so. Yeah. 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 We'll go. 
You can do a documentary on we'll, something. We could do a road trip. We'll do a. We're doing it on Brian. We're going to document Brian. Yeah. <laughs> he is rather interesting. I mean, he does do dousing techniques. You know, he's like a closet dowser now. Yeah, you're a closet dowser. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. So I'm just an experimental mind. You know, but that's what we need. We need we experimental all go, minds. You know, you know, we go up to the mountains. Remember, we when we went up with when Michael was on our show, and the four of us got that Airbnb up in the Breck. And I yeah, had the light the, language and we meltdown. We did the ski shot. And Lisa had the yeah, Lisa had the negative entity light language meltdown. <laughs> ski in and ski you know, out. you hang out with us and a couple bottles of wine, <laughs> and weird shit starts to happen. So your documentary could be very entertaining. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Lisa, can you, do you have a message for us? Light language? <laughs> yeah, do you have light language for our audience today? This is really a new experience to me because I've never seen somebody speak light language. So I'm, I'm curious. It's kind of a weird oddity because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of it, but I'm also kind of weirded out from it because it's just, it's like beyond my, my own senses, my own comprehension. Like it's, it's fantastic. But at the same time too, it's like, what is she doing? <laughs> It's amazing, but it's kind of like this is weird at the same time, too. It's, it is it's, weird. It is, yeah, but it's, you know, it is because, you know, I think with most people, I always equate to this, is that we just don't have, like, everybody calls it, it's like nonsense. Oh, you're doing nonsense. It's nonsense. Well, it's beyond our senses. We haven't experienced that. So I'm excited because this is my first experience with it. So I'm kind of interesting to see and what it's all about because I just feel the vibration energy change when she starts doing it. And I, I kind of get into this kind of, Trancy state. That's like a, I think I'm going to pass. So I feel the same way sometimes. Yeah. So you guys were um, to our audience and Brian. Uh, we're all going out for dinner to this pub with my parents after. And well, my this dad, should be interesting. I know. Um, well, our audience knows my dad's been having a couple of experiences um, since I've been around. And but Lisa, I was telling him about your light language, and he goes, "So this uh, light talk. What is this light talk all about?" <laughs> I'm like light. Talk? This is your dad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This is awesome. So it's just my, small talk. My dad's like Nicole. Talk. He's like, can you can you Reiki me? Can you give me Reiki? Like, what? your dad is asking for Reiki. Yeah, and I was like, That's what? So cool. And he was like, could you give mom and me Reiki at the same time? And I'm like, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> and so, and I, so for the audience, like, I'm putting my hands out, and I'm like, yeah, I can I can do it right now. And so he he has um. So my dad drives um a cab here in Toronto, and um he like Lyft, Uber, cab, whatever. And he had this woman he picked up and she was a Reiki master and she had an injury. And so she was telling him all about how, about Reiki. And of course I've been practicing Reiki for the last 13, 14 years. And it's only now that my dad's interested in it because he heard from another satellite. It can't come from the satellite of Nicole. It has to come from the satellite of someone else. That is not Nicole. That's that's normal with family. Yes. Yes. You're not going to, you're not going to believe your closest family. No. So, so speaking of family, what, you know, what about your family? I mean, you're documenting some pretty wild stuff. Yeah. What do they think about it? Yeah. I mean, your, your sister seems a little open. I mean, I've met her sister. Amazing woman. Well, she so, owns a botanical. What does your sister own? It's a company that creates yep, organic so products. Um, okay, so New World Botanicals in our flagship store is in Oakville, and it's uh, we use raw natural ingredients to create uh, skincare products for people. So she's been around for a couple of years. She's in Whole Foods, Well.ca. She did private labeling for. Um, I thought I had heard chapters. Of 
Um, yeah, so actually this weekend we just finished a masterclass helping like, entrepreneurs develop their own skincare line using all natural ingredients, none of the dirty dozen. So we try and, you know, teach people what ingredients to avoid and what ingredients to use in their products. What is the dirty dozen? So David Suzuki, Canadian icon, uh, who I think he's over in BC, um, what he did is he looked at uh, U.S. researchers found that one in 82,000 ingredients in personal care products are either a carcinogen, a hormone um, disruptor, endocrine, endocrine disruptor. Um, so just terrible, terrible ingredients that are found in our personal care products. Think about one in 82,000 products. One in 82,000 ingredients, sorry. So um, he came up with this list called the Dirty Dozen, so the top ingredients. So you know those bubbles? When you put sulfate. those bubbles, for example, mm -hmm. um, other things that people use, they'll use like synthetic antioxidants. They'll use chemicals that help um, to make body lotions seem smooth, you know, whereas like natural ingredients would be like shea butter or cupuachu or murmur. Yeah, things like that. Cool. Yeah. So what does your family uh, think about all your documentaries? They love them. They're proud of me that I'm expressing myself. And um, yeah, they 100% support it. And um, yeah, no, my family's really great. Have I you love... always had their support? Yeah. That's, That's amazing. Great. Yeah, they've always been very supportive wow. of me. I don't think that's a story of most people. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's only it's only in the last year, year that I, I finally got started getting the support of my parents. So like that's... but And when it comes, it's just the most amazing feeling ever. It is. Yeah, to have that like that's you know your your lineage like supporting you mm -hmm. and then that gives you the confidence to go forth yeah for sure my brother and sisters think i'm still cuckoo <sighs> when i first started speaking light language shortly after brian and i went to visit my son who lives in san diego he's he's almost 27 he'll be 27 the next couple weeks but i like told him about this light language and then i spoke a little for him and he did not look pleased. <laughs> and then the next day we were at breakfast and he said in this very serious face, um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. And I, I don't want you ever to speak it around me. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. You know, that's, I honor and respect how you feel and that's fine. He's like, okay. And, and, and everything was fine. Like he wasn't mad at me, but just, I want to make it very clear that I, I don't like it makes me uncomfortable and it's it doesn't work and for good me. for him for putting up boundaries yeah so i was like oh okay and and we get along great my son's fantastic and so that was a little over a year ago and just last week i told him oh i started this youtube channel and he was like what you didn't tell me and i'm like no i i, I didn't think you'd really want to know you know and like i've had i put out about 11 videos he's like what i can't believe you didn't tell me and i'm like yeah, I don't think you'd like it. Like the last three, I'm just speaking light language on them. And he just had a total change of tune. He said, I think that's so amazing that you're you're so brave. I can't believe you're doing that. I'd never be able to do that. I think that's great. Wow, if this is something that, you know, that's just coming through you, I think it's great that you're sharing it. And I was like, what is going on here? That's so, I, and that's, you know what, I think that's what's so important is that, you allow your family to come around to it in their terms. If they don't ever feel like it's being pushed upon them, then they get to come into it with no threats. It's it's less threatening for them. And I think he just saw you being happy and doing what you love. And, and part of that is like having a lot of courage to put yourself out there. And I think that's admirable in anyone's eyes, regardless of what you're doing. 
and he was right. able to see it from a place of love. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's really important, I think, to love anybody, you know, in your family, whether they see things your way or they don't see things your way and leaving that space for everyone to be exactly where they are and have that be okay. Like, it's okay that you're right where you are, you're right where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it, unconditional love. You know, just, I love you anyway. It's all good. What about you, Michael? Your family? Actually, it's not too bad. I mean, um, as far as the psychic stuff, it's... Um, it's a little bit of a lineage in my family. I remember actually being younger and my grandmother reading tea leaves. I never knew uh, really actually about it. It was just interesting. She goes, let's read some tea leaves. I'm so fascinated she, by that. I love it. Yeah. So as a kid, I didn't really understand it. Um, only through later as I developed my own skills, I started talking to my mom about it. And my mom's actually a little bit psychic too as well. So we have conversations about that. Um, actually, when she was younger, she used to be called a little witch because she used to know things and my grandmother used to get freaked out about it. So she used to tell her to shut up because she just knows stuff. She was a very strong uh, clear cognizant. So it was was always kind of in the back burner. Like I didn't really think much about it until later on when I started developing, I kind of looked into the the history of that. So it's pretty open on my mom's side. um, They're very more open to it. Like I have aunts and uncles that go to psychics and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they get it. And so my dad's side on the other hand, no, they're just no. no. They just didn't have a clue about what was going on, which is something we're not really a tight family, anyways. But uh, yeah, I mean, so kind of in, kind of coming out of the psychic closet. There's a lot of people uh, on my family still don't really believe that I'm a psychic. They kind of go, "Yeah, sure, Mike, sure." So I just I don't really talk about it, even with some people I know and my friends. Like a lot of people still don't know that I actually do this until they yeah. actually experience it. Well, the last thing you want to do is have to prove yourself. Yeah, and that's being a psychic and a, and a psychic medium. You get to have to do that all the time. Everybody yeah. wants it's like it's like a magic trick. Okay, tell me what I'm thinking. Yeah, tell me what I'm doing. You know, it's not. it's like it doesn't work that way. No, my no. whole like crown is like tingling right now. So I just recently found out, like literally less than a week ago, that my grandmother, my dad's mom, um, is totally like I get. I know I know what side of the family I get it from. Um, it's my dad's side, and his mom had kept. Because they're um, Ukrainian. They Im- immigrated from Ukraine. And um, she had, he said that she would keep this, she had this red uh, leather book on um, dream analysis. Because she used to like have these crazy dreams and she would always go going in there and like, it was all written in U- Ukrainian. So like, he did, my dad never knew what was written in there. But my aunt, his sister has I actually really want to get her on the podcast because she has the most incredible like experiences, like paranormal stuff, um, things moving in the kitchen. They got guidance on a business deal that they, they avoided and would have made a killing on my dad and my uncle had they listened to the messages that were coming in from someone who had passed on, who was trying to tell them by moving. So for you guys, okay. So we're in Canada right now. And for our listeners, we have this franchise chain called Tim Hortons, which is a major coffee company. Now, back in like the late 80s or early 90s, um, one of my aunt's friends had passed away and she he had made contact with her in a way that she knew it was him. Um, and one morning at the coffee maker, um, my uncle went down there and she was in the kitchen watching and he would put his coffee mug down and the coffee mug would slide over to the coffee machine. And he was talking about, they were, he was in the talks of, should we get a, a Tim Hortons franchise? Should, is this something we should do? 
And that's something that was being talked about on the table like every day. And so then he didn't know what happened to his coffee. So he picked up his coffee mug and put it back in front of him. It slid again back over to the coffee machine. It happened three times. And my aunt was like, oh my God, that's Dees. He's telling you that you should go into this because my dad and him were going to go and do it, you know? And they decided not to do it because of some, some sort of like financial thing, like up front, they were like, no, I don't think we should do it. I don't think it's worth it. And they would have made a killing had they done it. And I just think it's just so interesting how like there's messages that can come across where they're trying to help you out, trying to give you a leg up and uh, it's not. You don't listen. Yeah. It's you too don't freaky. Listen. So, so my family fully supports my 3d lifestyle. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we are bringing your dad onto the podcast when... Yes, he is lined up. Because your dad... We're, okay, so I was over at Brian's house literally just before I came back to Canada, and we were all playing a card game, Michigan Rummy. I was playing with his dad and his mom and Lisa and Brian, and his dad just starts talking about the Palladians with me, and I'm like, what? I go, what do you know about the Palladians? And he's like, well, you know, they're like from the star system, the Pleiades, and, you know, I'm just... You know, there's, and he read a book. He had read a whole book on it. He started. He had these he printouts the from Barbara and Clow. He, he brought the book out. He brought out. Um, he had photocopied um, meditation stuff from Edgar, Edgar Casey. And love that guy. I, you know, and I'm just like, I'm looking, at going. I'm looking at Brian, going. You came from him. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what that is. Sometimes it skips a generation. Don't worry about it. But I mean, no, he was not. He was not like that. No, when, you know what? His okay, his dad. His dad is so sweet and so cute. Both of his parents are so sweet and so cute. Um, his dad, is a massage therapist, talks about this. Is a Reiki. Yeah, she's she a Reiki, Reiki practitioner. Reiki. Osmosis. And no, she talks about it a lot. She broke my rib though. So I don't know how good of a massage therapist she is. <laughs> I, I think that's still okay. Cause it was you, but um, she would talk about it with him. And because he wanted to hold an educated conversation with her, he went and started reading up about it. He said he didn't necessarily know if he believed in any of it. Yeah. He just likes to be informed so that when if people bring up topics of conversation that he can, you know, intelligently. Which I think is fantastic. Interject. I think that's amazing. And he's an avid reader. He reads like a book a day. So. Yeah. All he does. Yeah. Fantastic. Love that. Because, so you know, that, that knowledge here and that information that he's gathered, I mean, some of that's going to resonate with him. It always does on some level. Mm-hmm. So whether the information is just purely intellectual, but on a deeper level, he's probably picking up, you know, spiritually, because it always, you're always gravitated. It's amazing. It's it never ceases to amaze me, you know, how spirit will line things up for you to open up your awareness. So like the, I would say this cosmic he's, dance. He's downstairs right now if you want to bring him on. He, well, whenever I go over there, he he loves to, he's always loved to collect rocks or or crystals. And he's mined some, I forget what the name of it is, as, as yeah. Amazonite. I forget oh, which one I gave Amazonite, you. Amazonite, Amazonite. Got, go get him, Brian. Go so, get then him. He, so then he hands me a rock when I come over to his house and he has all sorts of different ones. And he was like, open his cabinet and hand it to me. He's like, so you feel anything? Do you feel anything? <laughs> like he's trying know, to get, he's so cute. He's trying to get he my light me, language he to He gives engage. me more. He goes, he, I was over at their house. He's like, here's a Amazonite for you. And I looked at it and I'm like, whoa. And he had two of them in his hand, right? But one was way more powerful. We yeah. both feel it. And I'm like, I want that one. He goes, you feel the, you feel the energy of it? And I'm like, yeah, I know. I totally feel the energy he's like, of but it. But you don't feel anything in this way. He's just so excited. He's like, I don't, do you see it? Do you see the energy? Cause I can see energy coming out of, out of the crystals and 
And so he'll be like, do you see it? And he's just fascinated. No, he's so sweet. He's honestly so sweet. I just adore him. Okay. Um, he's here. But yeah, like I just thought, oh, hi. Go ahead. Hi, Brian's dad. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. <laughs> Larry, how are you? I'm like, Nicole. Yeah, you're on the podcast. I'm fine, Nicole. You? Oh, we're good. Hey. We're just we're just um, a bottle of wine in over here. Well, that's good. Yeah. All that right. Nicole drinks a lot. <laughs> I just want to say that is true. However, I just want to say <laughs> don't <laughs> that the last time I was over at your house, I came over there and everyone was like half a bottle in, and More I was sober, that. and I was I sober. And then you started talking about the Pleiadians, Larry. So so tell us what you know about the Pleiadians. Well, I was going to say it's a a system, star system, and it's a group of people that um, are interested in coming to Earth because Earth is in the early stages of moving from the third dimension to the fourth or fifth dimension. And so they want to get in on it. And that's basically the thing is, it's supposed to be starting 2018, 2019 through the 2020s, and then everything will get get better. So they're hot to get here to get in on the good times. Do you think you're a Pleiadian? Do I think I'm a Pleiadian? I doubt it. I mean, I, I don't have anything that would have said that or lead me to believe that what do you feel do you feel drawn to this type of information do you feel drawn to the palladians syrians octarians i mean i know it seems from the conversation we know that you're a very intellectual guy your quest for and thirst for knowledge is very expansive so there's got to be something that besides the just the pure intellectual thing what is drawing you to this information no i think you hit it there it's it's it would be purely intellectual i mean i'm my family knows that I, if I'm sitting down somewhere, I'm reading. And I just um, uh, had a, my massage therapist is a light worker, and she's the one that uh, gave me all the different books and, and or the titles of the books. And then I found the books and read them. And I went to the different websites, and I believe I printed out the information. Printed it out. I think I gave it to you, Nicole, those sheets that I printed yeah. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I went through and kind of did a synopsis of what the different thoughts are. Uh, but I guess other than doing some more research, I mean, at this particular time and place, I'm not going to um, say that that is my goal in life or that I think I'm one or want to become one. Um, it's, as I've been told that everyone is a God and it depends on how you determine that, um, you know, I would accept the fact that I'm part of God, but Mm -hmm. for somebody to say that I am a God, that's small G God, as opposed to the Gaia, 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 if I'm not right, Mother Earth, Gaia, Gaia is the name of Earth, Gaia, Uh, Mother Earth, the universe, uh, the universal God, um, creates in us or makes us all a part of that God. So I'm a God, you're a God, everything is a God. Um, Because we all come from God. Right. 
So mm -hmm. my definition is, is that coming from, I am part of God, since God created all things, he created humans. So that makes me part of the Godhead, but that necessarily makes me a God. It depends on how you want to interpret that. You know? No, I totally agree with you. Do you talk to them? Talk to who? <laughs> The Pleiadians? The Pleiadians? Is that what you meant? No. I, no. Uh, I mean, because I, all I've done is read about it. I really don't. Um, the, uh, my therapist believes that she is a Atlantean from the continent, you know, the subcontinent, continent, whatever it is that sank beneath the waves. Uh, she has a racial memory. I'm going to use the word racial memory of being there and, and uh, things that happened there. So that is her um, grounding. I, I'm not sure if, and again, I'm not sure the pronunciation is it that the, the race of people that came here, as, it starts with an A. I, I want to say Asgard, but I don't know if that's necessarily right. But there's a group of people that came here and enslaved Earth. This was hundreds of thousands of years ago. Uh, the uh, Anunnaki? Could be, mm -hmm. yeah. That probably, I, I know it started with, that, with an A there. Um, yeah. So it's in that group there that, you know, we all were enslaved, but she, so, and I know other people have that, that memory, but I have never been able to access that side of my well, brain, if I can use that word, to find any memory of any other life. I just want to say, Larry, that the fact that we can even have a conversation about this right now is blowing my mind. <laughs> I mean, Brian likes to try to blow our minds on the podcast every week, but Larry, the fact that, you know, you're pretty much the same age as my dad and my dad has no concept of what 5D is. He doesn't know what a light worker is. He doesn't know what Gaia is. He doesn't know Anunnaki. He doesn't know about Atlantis as like this, you know, spiritual subcontinent that sank um, other than it's the lost city. Right. I think, you know, um, and so just the fact that you inform yourself enough that you, you, you may not, you, it's not that you believe it or whatever, but you're to have an open mind just to even hear it out and, and, and entertain it as a possibility, I think is really big. Well, yeah, it's a question. I mean, one should, in my, my belief is that one should investigate and check out, um, everything. There's, um, the concept that when you leave this place and you go to, as Jennifer, Jennifer is my massage therapist, has said that when you die, it's, it's you, I don't know how she did, she describes it, you go somewhere and, and, and in this place that you go, you're determining how you want to come back. So, you know, she has said that she's had many lives. She'll, you know, sojourn here, go back to this Place. That's such an Edgar Casey word. We, yeah, there's. So, the, well, thank you. I was trying to think of his name. That's the name, mm -hmm. Casey. Thank you. I, I read his book, and and that was part of my thing. I read that, and then while you're waiting, you determine how I want to come back. I want to be good this time, better this time. How what what I want to be when I come back, and then you get reborn and come back. And you know, from all the studies I've done, and all the, I've read probably all most of the different religions. Every place has some place that you go to when you leave this world. Um, you know, we Christians say it's heaven. 
uh, I'm going someplace and nothing says that when I get to that place since we really don't know what heaven is, it, you know, the conceptually you can say, well, that's the same as what, what Jennifer is talking about. It's a place you go to, to, to rest, refresh yourself before you come back and start all over again. You know, there's a lot of Hindu in that, the circle of life. So, mm -hmm. so I, I don't know, it, but I'm, I'm on a, always on a quest. And if I can find something that's not, I shouldn't say better. I'm not wanting to leave the church, but you know, I have no problem with investigating and there's yeah. something out there and let's see I, what it is. And I think that's, I think that's, what's beautiful about this. You can learn more, not have to leave where you're at or like other beliefs, just because you believe in one thing doesn't mean you have to depart another belief. Right. Unless they're so contrasting, but I mean, that you know, you that, can explore. That's, you can explore. Yeah, absolutely. So, Larry, are you, is is a Christian that you are? Yes. Yeah. So, I guess that's probably you know, it's really information. It's really exciting that you studied Edgar Casey because he was a devout Christian too. Oh, I know. So, that's what I liked about him when I, 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 yes, I did. You resonate with him. Yeah, that's yeah. His work is fantastic, and the the scope of his work is is unbridled. Like, uh, I'm a big fan of his um, his information, his work, stuff like that. So. Yeah, keep reading his material. That really, yeah. if you're looking just for knowledge in general, all his, uh, the amount of readings that he's did, like if you ever get a chance, go down to Virginia Beach there and you go down to uh, ARE there. You'd have, you'd have a ball with all the information there. Yeah, I, you know, Casey was fine. When I read Casey, I, I agreed with a lot of what he said. Um, the, the, one of the things I thought was interesting was uh, doing my research was that there's a, a, a large group of people uh, if you type in uh, spiritualism or, or uh, spiritual, not spiritualist, but a spirituality, spirituality and Christianity, all, all the, the, the different uh, sites you go to, all the blogs, whatever else, they're all saying about that. Eh, if you're a Christian, you're an idiot and only, a, you know, and so forth and so on. And, and I thought, well, that's interesting. I guess it's feedback from everybody saying if you're not a Christian, then you're an idiot. So, but that's what I liked about Casey. He was pretty much put it out there, and yeah, there's no judgment there. I, yeah. I think you can't if you're if you want people to be open-minded to you, you have to be open-minded to them. Yeah. And to for people to say you're stupid because you believe in something is just not. It, first of all, it's not coming from the place of love. Yeah. You know, it's not coming from a place of open-mindedness. Yeah. And it's it it totally shuts down the communication opportunity to that could be explored between two people. Yeah. So, and, and but the truth is, none of us really know what's going on. Why not? <laughs> you know, it, it could be as, as uh, you know from my studies that maybe when I went, I'm going to use the word home here. I maybe made the conscious decision that this time I'm going to come back as 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 a Christian, as a firm belief in Christianity. And that could be my time here now doing that. I don't know. I think that's a very, very plausible, very open-minded idea to be thinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just as Lisa and I are, are having our minds blown right now. Yeah. yeah I mean, we I'm love you, Larry. I'm impressed, Larry. Proud, <laughs> Thank you. Proud I mean, to it call doesn't take you know, if I say that I'm, you know, Christian and... At the end of it, I'm going to go somewhere, and I it's either heaven is and and that's the only place, or I'm going to go and say, oh, yeah, welcome home. Talk, 
or nothing happens. <laughs> so, yeah. And there's so, the skeptic. There's Brian. So, okay. Well, thanks for letting me share your podcast. Yeah, well, thanks for jumping Thank on. You. Thanks for jumping on. We yeah. know you have birthday dinner. Yeah, to we're going to wrap it up. That's right. A birthday girl's waiting down. She said she's yeah. hungry. Well, thanks so much, Larry. We'll wrap it up and uh, well, we're going to have you on again because uh, we'll have you on again because you're okay. just fun. I'll do my homework some more. Okay. okay. Yeah. Go study some more. I will study some more. <laughs> okay. Here's Brian back. Okay. Bye. Bye, Nicole. Bye, Lisa. Bye. Well, I, I mean, I, the only title that's coming to my mind right now, besides Arenda for this, is Everything But the Kitchen Sink because this episode <laughs> has been Everything But the Kitchen Sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I am really just amazed by your father-in-law. That's just fantastic. That is his age and his concept, his understanding of things, even though it's intellectually more challenging for him. And the idea of that spirituality floating in and it's and not holding a bias, even though he is a Christian based, because sometimes Christian can be very, you know, blindsided by other ideas. He's a very culture. active Christian too. Like he yeah. teaches in his church and yeah. he always has. See, I think that's why he probably gravitates to Eckhart Casey of all his readings because he was basically the same thing. He wanted to become a, a preacher. That was so one of his goals. Uh, as, yeah. So as a child, like Edgar Casey, the story was uh, he was basically read the Bible um, every year for until he passed away. So every year he read the Bible front to back, knew it to the back of his hand and so when he was started doing his readings and all the stuff, he was torn by it because this devout Christian it went against all his understanding and beliefs. So it took him years to to gravitate and understand the concept of even just doing his gift. He thought it was um, basically, uh, in some words, the devil's work. He'd, mm-hmm. That's what it was. But uh, yeah, so there's a lot of par- parallel similarities between your dad and Edgar Casey. So yeah, he my dad went to divinity school and and that was his what his chosen profession was, and then decided to become a teacher instead. I think it had something to do with uh, learning Latin or, or something. Well, and he's always been, he's, he's very much service to others because he taught inner city kids. Yeah. Like he's just, even though you lived out in the country. Yeah. Just a really yeah. good Well, his soul. mom, his mom did. My grandma was a school teacher in the inner city of St. Louis as well. So, yeah. Well, Guys, this has been a really fun episode. It's been very interesting. Enlightening. Enlightening here at Enlighten Up. So, um, Lena, let our audience know once again where they can find um, Arenda, your website, everything. All right. 5D.TV. That's F-I-V-E-D dot TV. Is for the platform where they can watch all the documentaries, the interviews, the movies. And even your podcast. Oh, yeah. And I think you, you know, and what we're going to do tonight, we're going to do yes, some more. We're going to do some uh, video. Some we're going to film now. Yeah, we're going to drop yeah. Brian, and then the, the four of us are going to continue. Yeah. We're going to do a spiritual roundtable with yeah. the three of you. Um. So and and Michael. Yes. What if anyone wants to get in contact with you for a reading or anything like mm, that? Geez. How do they get involved? How do they get in contact with you? Uh, well, as far as reading goes, um, I really haven't been out doing readings, but um, you can definitely. Uh, Email me at uh, michaelphilpot.com. Um, it's not basically set up for readings, but if you're interested and need a reading, um, I will absolutely love to do one for you. Yeah. yeah. And if you have issues getting in contact, just send send us an email, info at enlightenup.us, yeah. and I'll hook you guys up. <laughs> yeah, definitely, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this has been a lot of fun, and I know Lisa and I are going to binge on 5D TV this weekend when we're 
And all. Brian and I are going to watch some together as yeah. well, whatever we don't watch. Sure. So. Yeah. And um, I'll watch them again with him. Yeah. And then you guys got to come to Colorado and we're going to like just have some fun filming in the mountains. And we need to come on your cruise. Yes. Come on the cruise. And my inactivation. Don't yes. forget. Yeah. Yes. This has been wonderful. Free. Thank you so much. Free activation. Free. Yes. No 1-800 activate me. Mayan, please. I think it's like <laughs> what? $60 per person to go on the yeah, it's sixty dollars for, the, but I mean that's the tour cost. I I have no, right. Yeah, this is right. what the tour. That's charges. just for the tour to take the bus to yeah. actually get to Tulum and yeah. Right. Now, how the tour was sold to me was we're going to be on a beach drinking. And yeah, we told. Yeah, so that happens after so. the activation. Then we go clink umbrella um, topped drinks on the beach. Okay, yeah. now, I, I'll I'll show up for that part. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm in for the alcohol activation. You're in. <laughs> Oh, oh, I hear boy. they have great tequila. <laughs> so, um, oh gosh, thanks so much, guys. This is a lot of fun. This no, is thank actually you for having this me. is yeah. a great episode. Thank you. I, I, yeah. You know, I really like doing it in person. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot fun. of fun. It's, better, it's, it's the energy. It is. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of great energy yeah. here right now. It's very engaging in person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, everyone. Well, uh, thanks so much to our audience for uh, joining us again this week. And you know what? I just want to say we just want to give you guys all of our love and a big shout out to you guys because um uh you guys are just spreading the love and sharing a lot of a lot of our stuff with yeah, people we're growing, we're growing so day. fast and i just want to say keep sharing because we may hit a very big goal by the end of this year yeah. we're uh we're slotted to maybe hit 10,000 subscribers by the end of this year. Um, so keep sharing the love. And if you know someone who's going to benefit from this episode, not from this episode, but maybe it's this episode, but any of our episodes, um, then please let them know because having information, access to this kind of information when you're on this journey, it can feel like the lifeline that you needed when um, you, there's no one you have to talk to. So, which is one of the reasons why we started this podcast. Yep. Other than it's another reason to have wine together. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, guys, if you have any information that you'd like to share with us, maybe topic ideas, maybe questions, please send that into our email, info at enlightenup.us. And we will be back with you all again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.